What do Stephen Hawking, David Copperfield, and Cameron Diaz have in common? All their names appear in the latest Jeffrey Epstein document dump. Welcome to True Crime Recaps. I'm Amy. Just when you thought you'd heard all there was to hear about Jeffrey Epstein, some new crazy thing comes out. Today, you're going to hear the Epstein file highlights and find out how Jeffrey made all his money in the first place. Let's recap. The Epstein document dump reads like an issue of People magazine. But of course, just because a name pops up doesn't mean they were trafficking teenage girls alongside Ghislaine or even that they knew what was going on. With that disclaimer, let's dig in, shall we? It's been a while, so maybe a quick recap to get us all up to speed? Yes? Okay. All right. So in July 2019, 66-year-old Jeffrey Epstein was arrested on trafficking charges. A month later, he was found dead in his Manhattan prison cell. Officially, he hung himself with prison sheets while awaiting trial. In 2022, his trusty henchwoman, Ghislaine Maxwell, got 20 years in prison for conspiring with Epstein. Basically, whatever the disgraced finance guy wanted, she got for him. And the man wanted X-rated massages like all the time. But that wasn't the end of the story. Amidst all the conspiracy theories and speculation, in December 2023, a federal judge ordered that thousands of previously sealed court documents relating to the 2015 defamation case, one of Epstein's alleged victims, Virginia Roberts Giuffre, brought against Ghislaine Maxwell. Well, the lawsuit settled in 2016, and the exhibits were released in January 2024. Now, these documents contain allegations as well as testimony from other accusers and associates. And there are a lot of familiar names. Frankly, that's why the judge went ahead and released him because everybody already knew everything anyway, but it's still kind of interesting. So stick with me. So Prince Andrew plays a starring role. No surprise there. Bill Clinton, also allegedly a big fan of Epstein's. His name pops up 73 times, including in testimony from Epstein accuser Johanna Joburg, who alleges Jeffrey once told her Clinton likes him young. Of course, Clinton says he's as shocked as you are to hear what Epstein was getting up to. Speaking of accusers, who is Johanna? Johanna was a student at Palm Beach Atlantic College in Florida when Ghislaine approached her in 2001. She offered her a home help job at Epstein's house. Of course, by now, we all know what that means. She testified she was reprimanded when she didn't give Epstein a happy ending, or rather... She was trying, but he didn't, so that was her fault. She was a hard-up and foolish young student at the time, she says, like most of his victims. When a girl arrived at the house, she typically would be escorted to a room with a massage table, then told to undress before beginning the massage. That's when Epstein and sometimes Ghislaine would touch them, make them watch other touching, then violate them. Uh, A lot of stuff going on. Afterwards, they'd get cash and a question. Do you have any friends that might want to come to the house and work? If they knew of anyone, they'd get paid, and that friend would get paid. A multi-level marketing scheme for sex trafficking. Johanna worked for Epstein for a few years, and he paid her tuition fees and hairdresser training. Now she apparently owns a salon in Florida. But 20-some years ago, she was rubbing elbows with some names you'd recognize, like David Copperfield. Johanna testified she met him at a dinner party. The magician asked her if she was aware that girls were getting paid to find other girls. That's kind of where it ended. There are a handful of other surprising name drops, though. Michael Jackson. He's not accused of anything either, but apparently he spent time at Epstein's Palm Beach mansion and was introduced to Joanna there. Cameron Diaz is a weird name to see in connection with this case, and she insists she didn't know Epstein, she never met the man, she definitely never hung out with him. And according to Joanna, she probably definitely didn't. I mean, she never... She never met the woman. But Epstein liked to brag about his fancy celebrity connections, especially as he was getting a rubdown. 
Joanna testified that she'd be massaging him while he was on the phone and he'd hang up and say something like, that was just Leo, DiCaprio, or Bruce, as in Bruce Willis. No one ever accused the man of being subtle. He liked having famous people around. If you flew in Epstein's private jet, aka the Lolita Express, or went to one of his many lavish homes in Manhattan, Palm Beach, New Mexico, or God forbid, ended up on that private island, well your name might appear in court documents. Which brings us to Stephen Hawking. His name came up in a 2015 email from Epstein to Ghislaine telling her to offer a reward to anyone who could disprove allegations that the physicist was part of an underage on Epstein's island. Now, Stephen Hawking died in 2018, and he hasn't been accused of any Epstein-related crimes. And people who know him have said, that's nuts. But it's also a hell of an allegation. Here's another one. One accuser testified she was trafficked to U.S. politicians, world leaders, and a prime minister when she was just 15. Then Jeffrey would make her tell him what happened in detail so he could blackmail them later, potentially, or turn that friendship into a legal money-making opportunity. Epstein's younger brother, Mark, told the Post that he didn't know if blackmail tapes actually existed, but he did say his brother told him he had some weird stuff wild stuff on both candidates in the 2016 American presidential election. That would be Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. The direct quote was, if I said what I know about both candidates, they'd have to cancel the election. Unfortunately for Epstein, it wasn't enough to stop the FBI from arresting him on July 6, 2019. After he was in cuffs, more weird details came out. Do you know the one about the oil painting? This massive painting of Bill Clinton wearing the infamous blue dress and red heels kicking back in the Oval Office was hanging in Epstein's Manhattan townhouse. How did he even know the president? Well, like most of his connections, he met him through Ghislaine. She knew them through fundraising efforts and just your fancy socialite about town stuff. And Epstein donated funds and yada, 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 you've got a portrait of a former president dressed in drag hanging on your wall. Ghislaine was raised the favorite daughter of British media tycoon Robert Maxwell. At one time, he was one of the richest people in the world. By the time he died in 1991, his empire was crumbling. He was deep in debt and taking millions from his company's pension funds to pay people off. Ghislaine met Jeffrey at a party in New York in the late 80s, right on the tail end of losing all of her family's money. He wanted her her connections. She wanted his money. So there you go. But how did this guy make his bank? Well, it's all who you know. Jeffrey Epstein was born in Brooklyn on January 20th, 1953. He and his younger brother grew up in an apartment on Coney Island. His mom worked in a school. His dad worked as a groundskeeper for the parks department. It was a typical working class American family. Growing up, everyone called him Bear or Epi. He was a nice kid, quiet. He had one defining characteristic. He was really great at math. He skipped two grades and he graduated at 16. From there, he took classes at New York University, but he never got his degree. That didn't stop him from getting a job teaching math at a prestigious private school in New York, the Dalton School. That was in the mid-70s when he was in his early 20s. Some sources say he faked his resume to get on the job. That only lasted two years. The school let him go in 76. But according to CBS News, while he was at Dalton, he tutored... Alan Greenberg's son. Alan was the CEO of investment bank Bear Stearns. So when he left Dalton, Alan gave him a job. Four years later, they made him a partner. From there, Epstein set up his own hedge fund management business. That's how he eventually started working with billionaires like Les Wexner. Now, if you've ever bought a push-up bra at Victoria's Secret, you know Les. He was the founder and CEO of L Brands, which included Victoria's Secret, Abercrombie & Fitch, Bath & Body Works, all the mall stores. Epstein made millions managing his money. Now, after 
after his arrest, Les accused him of stealing millions from him. When he died, Epstein was worth almost $600 million, including his many properties. That Manhattan townhouse sold for about $50 million. There was an 8,000-acre ranch, the Zorro Ranch, near Santa Fe, New Mexico. He called it his baby ranch. Ugh, you guys will love this. It's, it's crazy. All right. He wanted to improve the human race by spreading his seed. No, really. The former governor's name, the former governor of New Mexico's name, should say, pops up a lot in court documents. Ghislaine ordering girls to go give him a massage. The ranch sat on the market for two years and finally sold to an LLC in 2023 for an undisclosed amount, somewhere in the neighborhood of $18 million. Then there's the private islands in the Caribbean, Little St. James, known to locals as Pedophile Island, and Great St. James, the only island nearby, which sources say Epstein only bought, so anyone trying to escape pedophile island would have nowhere to go for help. Those sold in 2023 for about $60 million to billionaire Stephen Deckoff. And who could forget Epstein's private jet, the Lolita Express? According to reports, it was packed for his pleasure. Padded floors, mirrored walls, red velvet couch, a bed in the back, stocked with monogram tissues, wet wipes, and bottles of baby lotion. Good God. It hasn't flown since 2016. It was sold to an aviation company at auction in 2020. Since then, it's been slowly falling apart, and now it's going to be sold for scrap. For a guy who made a fortune by being good with numbers, you'd think he'd be able to count to 18. Get it? Because the girls were under 18? No. Okay. Well, you might think this is good. On August 10th, 2019, less than two months after he was arrested, Epstein was found dead in his cell. Just two days before that, he changed his will and put more than $577 million in assets into a trust fund that's now making it more difficult for damages to be paid out to the dozens of his victims who are suing the estate. But changing your will, making plans for your death, could be seen as a sign that he was planning to kill himself, but it could also indicate that he knew he was a marked man. He knew too much. That kind of thing. Even for the most skeptical among us, you have to wonder if things were not quite as cut and dried as the official story says. Two prison guards were charged in connection to his death. They were supposed to be checking up on prisoners in his super lockdown suicide unit every 30 minutes. But the night he died, they didn't check in and then they lied about it. Makes you wonder. Jeffrey Epstein allegedly trafficked underage girls to rich and powerful connections. He used them to build his fortune. Those same connections get him killed? What do you think? And that's your recap. Thanks for hanging out with us today. If you like getting all the crime in half the time, go ahead and tap that subscribe button so you never miss a story. But don't go away. Catch up on more recaps right here, right now. Until next time, take care.